District Board of Directors. And we'll go ahead. I'm forgetting. Divi, do I need to take, have you take roll or anything like that? No. No. Okay. We're going to motor on. So uh, the first item, 11A, is approval of the minutes of the meetings of February 28th and March 14th. I'll move the minutes. Second. Motion Rice, a second. Lucan, any public comment on this item? I'm not seeing anyone in the chambers. Anyone online? There are no speakers in the queue. Thank you. Okay, motion second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Minutes are approved. Board Directors Matters and General Manager Report. Board, any comments, things to report on? Not seeing any. Okay, welcome, Max. Thank you. Uh, Max Corton, General Manager, Murray County Open Space District. Um, just briefly, you know, this is a busy time for our fuels reduction work. Um, so we have projects going on in a number of locations. One is actually a few of them are sort of similar locations. Uh, we're doing some uh, vegetation management at Buck's Landing right now, removing uh, broom and other uh, uh, fuels and invasive plants. Um, and then we have our goat grazing starting in Terra Linda, Sleepy Hollow area. And then we are also uh, working with the fire department, burning piles at Terra Linda uh, Preserve. And then um, our trail work uh, season has also started. So our crews are busy on the Memorial Trail project. Um, you can you could probably see them out that window in the distance. Um, so that area is closed while the, the crews are working, but really exciting to see that project moving forward. Um, and then uh, during one of our uh, intense storms over the winter, our pier at McNears Beach was struck by a boat. And we've had engineers out there looking at it. And um, we've closed the pier. Uh, or parts of the pier, at least for now. Um, we have uh, engineers working on plans to stabilize it and then uh, repair it. So um, uh, just asking the public to uh, respect the closure for the time being. And uh, lastly, I have the pleasure of introducing two of our newest park rangers, uh, Kevin and Claire, who are here today, um, who have joined our team. and. Uh, Kevin is uh, based at McGinnis Park, and Claire is one of our West Marin Rangers. Welcome, Kevin and Claire. <laughs> Good to meet you. You guys won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Okay, questions? Just yes. Real quick, Max, is that the burn piles? Because we had gotten some comments about that. Is that in the San Rafael fire jurisdiction, but managed by Marin County Parks? Maybe. Um, yeah, it's a good question. So some of our preserves are like within the city of San Rafael and we work in partnership with them and then some are not. I, I could find out from Jim and follow up with you. I'll just. We work with the, when we do the pile burning, we don't do it ourselves typically. It's the fire department, one of our fire partners that, that does it. Happening this week or? I think today, I think it is this week. Yes. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Comments. I'm going to open it to public comment. There's no members of the public in the chambers. We'll check online. President Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Okay. Thank you very much for the report. We'll move now for public open time for expression. Uh, and so, again, there's no members of the public in the chambers. Is there anyone uh, online? President Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. 
All right, we'll move now to uh, item 11D, and this is our delegated agreements. Um, I have nothing else to report except what's in the, the report, but happy to answer any questions if you have any. Questions from the board? Not seeing any. I will call for public comment, but I don't expect we'll get any. Okay, nobody in the chambers. No one there are no speakers in the queue. Thank you. Okay, may I have a motion to approve? I'll move. Second. I second. Lucan, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Item number 11E. Um, thank you. So uh, this is one of a couple of items uh, related to our Bolinas Lagoon uh, Y Wetlands Resiliency Project. And uh, I wanted to introduce Veronica and ask, there's a quick presentation that we'll put up um, talking about this project. But one thing I just wanted to say in introduction is, you know, this is a project in, in West Marin that's been planning for quite a while, but it really has a larger significance, I think, for the resource agencies who fund it. This is a really unique, important place, and they see this as an ability to help support um, the ecosystems that depend on it. And then additionally, this is really a pilot and a case study of something that can be replicated in many other places that are gonna be affected by sea level rise that are important to protect and to manage, and it has multiple benefits. And so I wanna start by appreciating your board's support of, of this project and really Veronica Pearson for her leadership as our project manager, and then she's gonna have a short presentation. Thank you, Max, for setting the context. I agree with you. Welcome, Veronica. Good afternoon, Supervisors. It's uh, with pleasure that I get to return to your board to present the latest updates on the Bolinas Y Wetland Resiliency Project. Next slide, please. So to orient those who are unfamiliar with the location of the proposed project, we have here a map of the Bolinas Lagoon Open Space Preserve. And uh, the north end of the Bolinas Lagoon is where the project site is. And for those of you unfamiliar, Bolinas Lagoon is surrounded by, <coughs> excuse me, land that's managed by Marin County Parks. Um, and that includes open space lands, also County of Marin lands that are managed by the Department of Public Works. And then on the eastern side, there's the Golden Gate National Recreation Area and um, also, land and conservation that is within the Martin Griffin Preserve with Audubon Canyon Ranch managing that. Um, next slide, please. So this project has a very long history that dates back before even 1998 with our uh, management plan. Um, and that really is embedded in the community's uh, support of the project and the community leading the design of the project is what I should say with the other land manage management entities around Bolinas Lagoon. But the um, impetus for this project really came out of the 2002 Army Corps dredge project where 1.4 million cubic yards of sediment was being proposed to be removed and there was an extreme amount of community opposition to it in addition to many comments that we received from uh, our partner agencies that are now our partners on this larger um, 
vision for the Bolinas Lagoon North End, as well as strong supporters for the Bolinas Y. So there was a number of studies that were done to find alternative ways to restore Bolinas Lagoon. And out of that work came the Bolinas Lagoon Ecosystem Restoration Project, which uh, we were fortunate, fortunate to have the Greater Fairlands National Marine Sanctuary lead the development of that in conjunction with work with our agency as well as the community. And it was prioritized that a larger vision be created to restore the wetlands at the Bolinas Y. And we developed a vision document with our partners and most specifically working really close with the Golden Gate National Parks Conservancy, Golden Gate National Recreation Area Point, um, Reyes National uh, uh, Marine, Marine um, Services, as well as uh, Greater Fairlands National Marine Sanctuary and their nonprofit arm, and continued community engagement through the Bolinas Lagoon Advisory Council. Uh, and that led to the Bolinas Y design development in 2017. Next slide. So these goals that I'm showing here are part of the larger overarching Bolinas Lagoon North End vision goals. And the objectives for how to achieve this were drafted with the technical advisory committee that we put together at the very early onset of design development. And the technical advisory committee included U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, CDFW, um, uh, NOAA Restoration Center, um, as well as many others that uh, I have already mentioned. And together, it was a collaborative process to develop the designs itself. And really, it was all about and has been about restoring the resiliency of the wetlands to climate change by restoring natural processes um, to improve ecosystem health. But one of the greatest impediments to um, achieving these goals is the roads. And so um, removal of the roads not only benefits the system, but also provides an added benefit to the community because this road floods at least every two years. And as you can see from this picture here, um, that's a very insufficient channel size for a creek uh, along Olima Bolinas Road. And so with that, removing that road allows us to improve the resiliency of the wetlands, habitat for special status species, and also provides a level of protection for the community's main access road. Next slide, please. So this is a very simplistic version of the overall plan, and it really just entails removing the crossover road, which is an extension of Fairfax Bolinas Road, reorienting Olema Bolinas Road, and by reorienting the road, uh, it allows for it to be elevated, and the elevation is, takes into account five and a half feet of sea level rise with a 100-year flood event. And um, it's a significant size structure. It's 60 feet um, in span, and this allows for Lewis Gulch Creek to be routed underneath the bridge into the Y wetlands and to include a number of habitat features, such as large woody debris on the floodplain that will create habitat for salmonids and 
one of the great things that's happened over the last few years is that Coho salmon have returned to Bolinas Lagoon and are now being documented one mile away in Pine Gulch Creek. So this um, really has encouraged uh, partners such as the NOAA Restoration Center to want to, <clears throat> to, want to invest in our project. Next slide, please. So leading um, to that is the national funders um, who have really uh, provided, shown their support for the project by providing over $4 million in funding to construct it. So at this point in time, we are looking to have all the, we were looking at having all the funding that we will need to implement construction uh, the first bullet here does show the ARPA set-aside funding that we uh, had discussed at the last month's budget hearings. Um, and the, also here is the $3.6 million in NIFWIF funding, National Fish and Wildlife funding, as well as we have a National Wetlands Conservation Program um, funding for the project through the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and uh, Coastal Conservancy support as well as our Measure A. We're also looking to uh, re request additional funding from the Wildlife Conservation Board, and most of this funding is for ongoing stewardship and to increase the amount of invasive species removal around the project site. So it's not necessarily needed for construction, but it does provide some support for construction, and if we do get that WCB grant, then um, as I had talked about last month, we would be able to uh, not have to draw so much from that ARPA funding, and there could be you know, a benefit for uh, having that funds shift back to another resiliency project. Next slide. So this meeting is going to be the first of many that I will be seeing you at in the very near future over this year, and I didn't actually even list all the events where uh, I may have to, we may have to come before your board. The first will be, um, I believe it will be the June 6th meeting where we will have the uh, NIFWIF funding, that $3.6 million, um, come for acceptance and as well as a project statement to the Golden Gate National Parks Conservancy who's gonna implement the vegetation management uh, of the project and the planting. So that will get us to start growing plants for the restoration project. Uh, as well as in the fall, early fall, we hope to come to your board with the initial study and uh, we will be going out or providing a public comment or public draft for comment this summer. So, um, and also not shown here is we will be going to the Bolinas Lagoon Advisory Council meeting this summer as well to, prevent, to present the initial study. And uh, we hope to have secured all of our final permits by this fall and shift to actually starting implementation by December, beginning with invasive species removal and finalizing all of our grant documents and early next year with uh, construction, hopefully beginning the summer of 2024 and also in 2025. So due to the number of special status species, we'll have to construct over a two-year period for this. But um, yes, it's we're, we're all, almost there. <laughs> next slide. 
So that's all I have, um, but I'm happy to answer any questions. Veronica, thank you very much for doing this. I want my board colleagues to know that I requested this uh, presentation yesterday <laughs> when I saw the number of items we were going to be asked to approve, and I thought it would be helpful to set the context, and you did that beautifully, and I really appreciate it. So, any questions uh, about this at all? Yes. What is this last flow of? Um, oh. I think it's the flooding this last winter. So we actually, there's some great photos, maybe great, not great, photos and videos of the Bolinas Road flooding uh, during the big winter storms. I think that's what that was. This is actually from a couple of years ago. Oh, I see. Um, uh, but there, yes, like as I said, it floods every couple of years. So this was one, two years approximately prior to this year's flooding and this year's being, I think it was closed for a longer period of time. Yeah, I bet you're looking forward to breaking ground, but <laughs> both per, per addressing the flooding, but also the, the habitat restoration and what that's going to mean for the species that that area supports and upstream, really exciting. Follow up, thanks. Uh, thanks, Veronica. <clears throat> really great update, and I know I'm going to be seeing a lot of you this summer, and that's, that's wonderful because it means the project is moving forward. So I wondered if you could, um, one, share your slides with us later. And then the slides you presented, share them with us, because I don't think I saw them yet. My email, but um, great to get a yeah. copy. I will. <clears throat> and then I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Highway 1 side of the project, because mm -hmm. I don't think you got a chance to mention that much, but there's a lot of stuff going on there, and then whether any further communication with Caltrans on their portion has taken place. Yeah, uh, so fortunately for us, uh, Caltrans has been participating in our Bolina Stinson partners meetings that we've been having on a quarterly basis. And uh, the last that we were updated, our next partners meeting is this Thursday. Um, we had heard that they were still working on um, a plan for maintenance of the culverts between Stinson and Bolinas. And, um, and specifically, there were four culverts at the time that they were looking to uh, basically just clean out um, within their right-of-way, but there was there, uh, a larger uh, plan being developed for a long-term strategy, and uh, I do not know how that's been advancing in the District 4 offices, but I know that there is a push for them to develop a, a larger vision other than replacement of the culverts. And, of course, like our partnership with them is both on this project to figure out, like, especially some of the traffic components that turn into the, the realigned road. But then the original vision for some of this was, you know, much bigger in terms of, because Highway 1 all along Bolinas Lagoon also is going to be affected by sea level rise. And like Veronica mentioned, a lot of the other creeks that come down, like through Audubon Canyon Ranch, empty through these culverts, and the culverts empty below like the high tide line and so they're just no longer gonna work at you know soon if not already um so it's a um i think you know uh samantha hamovich and our team facilitates our blanus lagoon advisory committee and it's something that you know there's a lot of partners there national park service open space district gulf of the Fairlands, caltrans another partner that manages uh 
you know, the roadways there. Um, and so I think we're committed to working together to try to find longer term solutions. Okay, thank you. Supervisor Sack. Comment, thanks. Sure. Yeah. So Veronica and Max, so I'm just actually, I should have thought of this. Um, um, what about the relationship with Coastal Commission and I'm assuming there's CDP involved and, and then frankly, just in, in regards to what you were just speaking about with regards to the Caltrans culverts, I'm thinking that potentially the Coastal Commissions could be an aid in facilitating conversation there as well. Yeah, I think the uh, Coastal Commission has been pushing Caltrans actually to develop that longer vision. And uh, so I know those conversations are happening. Um, as for uh, what may happen with this project for the Coastal Development Permit, we're still trying to um, work through NOAA. NOAA Restoration Center has a Coastal Development Permit that was approved for uh, all projects that fall under the NOAA Restoration Center's authority. So this project has been accepted by the NOAA Restoration Center as a, as a project that they support. So um, that allows us to use NOAA's uh, programmatic permits. And so last discussions I've heard that happened between NOAA and the Coastal Commission is that the regional staff um, have requested the federal consistency staff to have this project go through a normal coastal development permit process. Um, but we're holding hopes that the conversations between the NOAA Restoration Center and the commission um, may uh, avert the need for having us to have to apply for an, our own individual coastal development permit and that we could fall under NOAA's. Okay, I'm just, so to the degree to which, I don't know, I, I'm not understanding quite the hierarchy. It sounds like NOAA well, is higher up. Well, but And just it seems like a conversation could be helpful, I, potentially. Yeah, so I think what basically NOAA, right, it's a federal agency, has a, a permit and we've what we've proposed and actually Noah proposed was that this is consistent with their existing permit and so far what the regional staff at the Coastal Commission said is we don't think that's the case it that's should, what I heard and yeah. so <laughs> we've asked our well actually I don't even know if we asked them of their own accord because there's so many natural resource agencies who are funding this project who want to use the NOAA uh, mm -hmm. document so they are meeting with the um, director, I think, of the Coastal Commission, I think this week, right? To well, I think they're, they're trying to find time, yeah, the, in particular, staff. yeah, the Conservancy, Coastal Conservancy would like to um, make sure that this doesn't set a precedent for other restoration projects because uh, the Cutting the Greed Tape initiative is hope, you know, on the hopefulness that there'll be trust between the federal and state agencies so that the programmatic permits can um, be the avenue for restoration projects and reduce the oh, permitting burden. So I won't bring it up, but except in this venue, it's not public. Um, but if, 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 if and when you want any assistance, please reach out. But I understand that it would, yeah, a, a programmatic, riding under the programmatic uh, permit would be really 
the best way to go. It's really an exciting project. It's really a great project. So it'd be kind of fun to share too. So my follow-up question is just going back to the history uh, that you started with, Veronica, of a dredging project. So this is where we're co we've come over time, from dredging to what we're going to do now. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I mean, it's kind of, I think it's a really interesting. I mean, it really is sort of like a case study for the evolution of how we think about these sites. Yeah. Yeah, you should write that case study, Max, <laughs> when we get it done, <laughs> you and Veronica. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to now, uh, that was our intro in general. We have three agenda items, 11E, F, and G. And so I think we could just march through those. And Yeah, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't give a big appreciation for Public Works because they have been a partner in this project. There's a lot of road components to it, and we really, we've really needed their partnership, and they're, they've had a lot of changes in their staff, and their newer staff have stepped up to join with us and, and learn about the project and, and help help us with it. So, Nice shout out. They can be part of the case study too. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, this is just a, um, uh, a contract for uh, groundwater monitoring that's required for the project. Uh, are there any questions from the board on this? No, I'm not seeing any. Is there any public comment on this? There's no one in the chambers. Move the adoption of item 11E. Second. Great. Motion by Sackett. Second by Rodoni. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Great. Item 11F. And this is an increase for the um, our contract with WRA, who's doing our CEQA doc, CEQA NEPA analysis for this project. And part of the the I think thing that Veronica mentioned, the bridge is a big part of the project. And it was a long time figuring out. You know, it goes there's a major fault there. It could be impacted by tsunamis. And so we had there's a lot of engineering analysis that went into that the bridge design. And so this is. Uh, following up on that to update the CEQA document. I'll move 11F. Second. Okay, motion by Rodoni, second by Lucan. Any public comment? Russell Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Thank you, all in favor? Aye. 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 Item number 11G. And this is just similarly adding funding to the design contract. Very good, any questions? I'll move the adoption of item 11G. Second. Okay, second, second by Lucan. Any public comment? President Mullen Peters, there are no speakers in the queue. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. That passes. That brings us now to item 11H. This is a, um, a uh, what is it called? Not a lease. License agreement, sorry, thank you. So this is a license agreement. It's essentially, there was a communications uh, facility, there is a communications facility on a water district, Marin Municipal Water District par uh, parcel that they lease from the water district. They need access uh, to that lease on that parcel on an access road that goes through open space land. The, uh, the, the facility was sold to a new entity and so this is providing that lease the uh, license agreement to that new entity to access the MMWD parcel 
for the communications lease. Done. All right. Any public comment on this? Motion to move There are no speakers in the queue. Thank you. I'll entertain a motion. Second. Thank you. Motion by Rice, second by Rodoni. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you very much. Thank you. We are adjourned. Thank mm -hmm. you.